Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is DC Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the DC Universe. Greetings, fans of the DC Universe. We are those who want to be wanted. Do you want to want us? I am Adam Gertler. Hey, hey, hey. I'm Roxy Stryer. And I'm Roxy's sidekick for the day. Mike Kalinowski. <laughs> We're just really, really enjoying. There's a lot of banter, pre-show banter and tension that's going on between Kalinowski and Stryer, and I'm watching it, and it's like it's like a a, a Wimbledon match or something. <laughs> They're bandying the ball back and forth, and, I, I and the score is 40. Love. Love. I need I need Johnny LaCosto back. <laughs> at Jay Costa, where are you at? Now I know you don't want me to sit over there. I want to sit on that side with him. And you're like, no, sit next to me. I like, wanted to, it out. I wanted to Listen, hold your hand under guys, the table. Guys, I'm alone time. over here. Like I belong. Like life has told me again and again. Like you're a lone wolf? <laughs> I'm a lone wolf. That's just how it happens. <laughs> hey, guys. You can tell it's a slow DC new movie news week when we're opening up with a psychological self-examination from the crew of DC movie news. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in checking us out. You're probably confused because we are coming to you live uh, at the normal prescribed time, is. which is time. atypical. Um, so those of you who've, uh, you know, who've commented that we should be um, more on time. Um, Adam looks sweaty. Oh, no, I'm sweaty. not sweaty. I just, I just, you know what it is? It, 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 Wait, you I, got the meat sweat. Hold on. Can you pause for a second? Our <laughs> iTunes users have no idea why you just exclaimed Sky, Adam just, looks Sky, sweaty. He opens up with, I look sweaty? I mean, not even like, hey, it's good to see you. By the way, you'd look better if you were perspiring less. He opens up like that. Okay, you're talking about our YouTube comments because people are chatting with us live on oh, Popcorn Talk Network. They're on live. Oh, my yeah. God. You can watch it right guys, now. Guys, guys, guys. Am I? Is this mic sounding like it sounds like it's breaking? I don't know. Maybe you should turn me down a little bit or something. I, I'm a Loud person, Maybe guys. you should turn yourself down. Ugh, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I never Okay, have. in all fairness, we actually do have some news this week because of New York Comic Con, yeah. uh, which, which like is exciting. Week. But maybe because I wasn't here last week, I had to dip out on you guys. You know, I, I, there just wasn't a lot of movie news stuff. Okay. I really had to dig to find, like, movie news and rumors. But, yeah, let's start with one thing that kind of ties to an ongoing debate that Mike Kalinowski and I have. Um, I lost Desert, this one already, didn't I? Desert Batman. We have a picture. And Let's throw that picture out. up there. Um, so, um, the right before the Comic Con, when, when there was a great maquette or, or, or a toy of the Desert Batman, yep. it, it was uh, labeled as Nightmare Batman, leading some people to think, uh, as ScreenRant.com uh, speculated, that this could be Batman having a nightmare, yeah. uh, and that's why he's taking down these like Sons of Superman soldiers. It's sort of a round-the-back reference to the Sons there of Batman is. from Dark Knight Returns. Um, what do you think of this? Is this a lame cop-out? Because we've been like racking our brains to figure out... Why are these guys kneeling before Superman? Mm-hmm. Why is Batman wearing that like crazy costume and snapping people's necks in the desert? Now, if you find out that it is a nightmare, what do you guys think of that? It, you know, makes sense. We didn't. I didn't want to believe that. I, I was very much against that when it first came out. The pictures of him, uh, the trailer Comic Con. I was like, Nah, this is going to be some scene or in some desert somewhere. Right, He's you said you were already bunker. wrong. What did you? What did you state? Because I get. I thought I was like. I think we talked about it. Everyone was like, It's a nightmare scene. I was like, No, no, it's not. It happens for oh. real. So I was like, Ah. But in the scene we saw, he doesn't have the symbol on his chest. He, but in the toy, he's got the symbol. Yeah. And they're spelling nightmare with the K. So they're doing the play on the night. Sure. So. It's, I don't know. He's I, having a dark nightmare. Yes. 
<laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Guys, it makes my, sense because that scene, it just kind of seems to go out of left field with all that. And yeah. So like, where, Mad Max Batman from the comment section. Someone made Mad an Max awesome, Man. I saw an awesome poster. They took the Mad Max poster and they put the uh, Batmobile and him in there and oh, it said Bat awesome. Max. And it was really cool. I think that we have a couple nightmare things going on that we've seen in the trailer. Like, I always said this from day one that the piece of paper that he has, remember when I. You think that's a nightmare? I think that he's having nightmares and flashes of things that aren't oh. necessarily real. I'll tell you. Normally, I'd say, like, you know, nightmares are their red herrings, but what, what I do like about that is it just keeps us more confused as to what's actually going on or, in the film. Mm-hmm. And we, we want to be surprised. Are we doing something like happened in Man of Steel? Because it's that same world where he had the suit, the black suit, and the little skulls around him talking to Zod. Is it something oh, brought yeah. into that kind of world? Yeah, where he was having some kind not of a nightmare. Out. It was like. It's a physical manifestation brought into a different realm. Oh, I right. see. This is like what's going to happen. Of, he was sort this of man drugged. Is, right. Is this man, if Superman is given this amount of power, this is what's going to happen. Could it be something like that? Because they established that in Man of Steel. I think absolutely. Yeah. More important, guys, am I at all less sweaty right now? There's not much I can do about the it. The just... podcast said you look good now. So I <sighs> think you. you I think you did Thank it. Thank you, guys. All right. Hey. Um, yeah. You know, I, I personally, I think that um, that would make sense. Um, it doesn't really make me excited or less excited. It doesn't uh, shock me. Like I said, I just want to be guessing for this film. I don't want to know what's going on, and that—that's what makes me happy. Are you talking about when you watch the film, or uh, when I watch the film? Like I don't want to—I don't want to know anything. So I love that we keep speculating, but I don't really want to know. I want to be ultimately surprised it's, when I see the it's movie. It's borderline for me because, like with Star Wars, I've seen the two teasers and the comic kind of thing, and everything else I've just completely shut myself off yeah. from. So Batman, I'm going into it and kind of like. It's getting closer and closer, and stuff's going to start coming out around Christmas time. I know, time, remember, so like, we're still Ugh. five months and ten days away. By the way, to, to that end, I've recently talked to King Famous, who some of you might remember, where we did the song about the DC uh-huh. uh, movie universe. We're working on a follow-up song to that right now. Um, all I will say about it is it is inspired by One Day More from Les Mis. Uh, and I'm working on getting like a choir in here. I'm trying to get like 50 people in here to sing. That's okay. the only hang up at this point. So just so you know, I'm calling BS right now because because I've learned that you're full of crap. BVS you're calling right no, now? No, Didn't you just mean BVS? BVS? No, I'm calling just BS uh, after the the doggy style stunt. What? You pulled. What? <laughs> what? Did I miss the doggy miss, style? You missed the doggy style stunt. Is this back to like. Stick it in her and pee? <laughs> yeah, 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 basically. I, I let people know that I knew people at the ratings board and said that I knew that PG-13 meant that there was doggy style in the film. And you believed I believed him. <laughs> oh, she totally believed me. They both did. The Costa did, too. I then you could show that? Yeah, yeah, I was like, no, I have it in this instance. If they say sensuality, it implies doggy style. Like, yeah, I don't know. Sensuality in the movie is this. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god, god. <laughs> it just got really dense sensuality. Oh my god, I can't breathe. Do you want to be left Ooh. alone, or more importantly, do you mind if I watch from a corner? <laughs> this is why I want to sit next to him. Yes, I do. <laughs> he likes to watch. Um, so what, what I'm saying is this implies to me that Batman is retired at the beginning of the film. Does everybody agree oh, with me on that? With Can I get crap. 100% confirmation? Batman is totally retired at the beginning of Batman v Superman, right? Fight nope. it out. Go ahead right? and fight it. Nope. Right? Nope. <laughs> Guys, I want to know in the chat roll, in the comments, who agrees with this pretender over here? And, wh- and what I'm saying is he's not retired, but he's not out there in the suit. <laughs> he's still some form of crime fighting happening in Gotham. Hey, him what do you mean charge. Adam's going to sing again, hide your children? Just wait till I take on the role of Jean Valjean. <laughs> I, I am now. You have to do it. You said it out loud. Look, I just know. You want to know the first line of the song? Yes. Okay, the first line. Oh, God. Wait, okay. did you think of this on the spot? No, no, no. I was working on this the other day. Um, he's lying. Uh, um, See, they tell me to consent with you. Is it, is it? <laughs> it's something like five months more. Um, five months of Batman v Superman mystery, a film we all hope will change film history. This film I know. Five months more. How can I have a face, Lex Luthor again? Now I don't know. It'll go on for like that. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. You know that Adam was a theater major in college. Was it? 
Me too. Yeah, me Trust too. Me. Oh, wow. This is going to be mm-hmm. epic. I have got like, I've got all these ideas for this <laughs> song. I'm saying it now because I need Moxie. you guys to keep me honest and make it true. Otherwise, King Famous and I will just never finish the song. So. I love that name, King Famous. I thought that was pretty good, it. just so you know. What? The you, opening? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Oh, no, no. It's it's a good song. I really like this idea. But people it's keep just, wanting you to put your stuff on iTunes, and, and you're just denying the fans will. that we, right. I don't know how to do that. That's why. <laughs> um, there was a really cool, there wasn't a lot of news uh, out of the Comic Con, but I was ex- we were expecting something. We new. were expecting more, but there was Bruce Lynn was there and they, Melnicker. They were talking about they're going to be do a big Batman reveal, and they didn't do anything. That's right. Mm. That was because like, a lot of people are on Twitter the day like, "What do you think's going to happen, Mike?" And I was like, "I think we might get an Affleck standalone announcement, but I think they're being smart." And doing an opposite of Marvel, where they're not just like Marvel, boom, everything's out. Well, you know like, I, we got Batman, Superman. We're going, but with this, take this is what we got. Yeah, I don't think it would have been a good idea to reveal nope, it. I think it's at smart. That time. smart. We, we wanted it, but it's smart play. Johnny Roxy. would say, swerve. That's what, what that guy was swerving? Yeah, well, that, it's not good to tell people. Big. It's not good to tell fans that a big announcement is coming and then not have a big announcement it's, because it destroys your credibility. That's okay, not a swerve. That's enough. just like what's misleading. better. What's better is to say nothing's coming and then to have something huge come. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. exactly. You drop it. Believe me, it's not like the news wouldn't get out. You don't have to say something's <laughs> coming. Uh, there was some cool details about the costumes and from the costume designer. There's a cool uh, feature. I found it also through Screen Rant, but it's out there. Uh, uh, Tiffany Smith is doing it right. Like, yeah. That, that, that we watch with her. Um, really cool details about Batman's costume, Superman's costume, and Wonder Woman's costume. Uh, basically, w- regarding Batman, obviously, um, the mandate from Snyder was that he is hulking, that he is directly inspired from Dark Knight Returns, mm-hmm. that he comes off more massive than Superman, which, yeah. you know, is really cool. And, and it appears to do that. Um, the changes to Superman's costume were subtle, but we've already heard there is this sort of um, there is Kryptonian glyphs uh, it, within the symbol, and it kind of um, there is a message that, when translated from Kryptonian to English, implies the sort of great responsibility that he has on this planet that that comes with the power. You know what I mean? So, so there, there's, it, it, there's some interesting narrative connections with the costume designs. Um, and then uh, Tiffany also asked the co- costume designer about Wonder Woman's costume, if, uh, if like her bracelets would deflect bullets, bullets heat and vision, yeah. and things like that. And they basically, you know, they were kind of uh, wishy washy about answering directly. But they, he did say Diana was immortal, and she's been around for a really long time. Yeah, go watch this video, DC All Access, with Tiffany and with Jason Inman. They did a really good job uh, picking the right questions. And there was some cool stuff about the costumes. I think this is awesome that the fact that out of the three of them, Superman is the least like accurate out of the three of them. You would never think that that's Superman true. would be the one that's out of all three. And they look up; they've changed his the most that's out true. of all of them. I think that's fantastic. What do you mean by accurate? To the comics, to most of like comics if you took lore. Batman, that's where you got the shot. I'm like, look at that. Okay, there's there's no briefs, there's no belt. He's got those weird glyph things on his arms. They're just small changes, but. Small ones, whereas Batman and Wonder Woman, that looks they, like they took the comic yeah. and just identified, like, except for Batman doesn't have his brief, but even New 52, he doesn't have the brief, so it's kind of yeah. like, huh. Superman out of all three is just, you go, oh, his is the most different from the, from the comic. He, he does look more, obviously, he looks like the New 52 Superman, but right. I'm glad he doesn't have the collar piece in there. Yeah, I can't no. get around the collar yeah. piece. And the briefs, that doesn't bother you me. You guys feel on the collar piece? I don't know. I really like this costume. I think it looks awesome. I thought it looked great I, in the first one. I agree. I do, too. Um, well, there were some changes. Also, before. what was going on... Um, there are some rumors uh, surrounding the Flash's costume, as long as we're talking about costumes. Um, this is also from Screen Rant, and the implication here is that perhaps in this new iteration, to separate Flash like yeah. from the CW Flash, that it would be more of a tech-based Flash costume. Now, that's right. not to say that he gets his powers from a tech source, but the costume might be more tech-based, which kind of lets me believe, well, are they angling um, this to be sort of like WB's Spider-Man, and yeah. that he's like a super tech genius, kind of like Peter Parker maybe? Making his own web shooters at home, but okay. also has powers, and and we know the tone of Flash is typically lighter. It's more humorous. It is kind of online with Spider Man. That's why I just kind of had this idea. What do you guys yeah. think of that? I think it's probably something to have to do with, of course, velocity and the speed. You know, he's got to have something. They thought, okay, we got we just got to do something different. We've got the Flash on CW, so his suit looks a certain way. 
We've just got to come up with a design to make it look more aerodynamic on him. I gotta say, as much as I'm enjoying Jay Garrick on the Flash, I think we'll that get helmet. To him, man, I love him. We'll get to that. The but helmet, I gotta say, like that helmet, it makes so no goofy. sense. It's yeah. so goofy. You know what I mean? Looking. So at least I would like to see that kind of addressed. And you know, look, if you look at those costumes we just looked out with with Wonder Woman, with Batman, with Superman, it's right. gonna look like that. It's not just now, gonna be your you classic put, Flash look, outfit. That's the picture right there from Injustice. If you put that right. with with what we've got already, it fits. It fits yeah. perfectly. I think it, this is a really smart idea by them because. There are so many comparisons already and, when we're going Barry Allen to Barry Allen. So I, I think it's smart. I think it looks awesome. I'll be curious to see what it does. And also standing next to those three actors, that kid's going to look you know, tiny, tiny. Tiny. So he would have to kind of pat himself up and bulk up and stuff to protect what they're going He's still going to have to do that in general. And though. he's still going to look smaller, but he's Flash. I mean, that's, yeah, he doesn't I need think to it's, be bulky. It's a nice dynamic. So, Roxy, as a, as a mega fan of the Flash TV show, you're, you're, this pleases you? Yeah. You like this distancing? I, I thought something very similar to you about that spot. Mm-hmm. kind of comparison. I really, really like the way this looks. But again, it depends what it can do. Well, what also, cool tricks do we have? to go off on that Spider-Man tangent again, um, you know, it kind of... You have the opportunity here. If, if the Flash is someone who's just getting his powers, maybe we have a, we can be the audience there. We can be the surrogate and like That's have that, into the that awe and Wonder Woman because Superman is already so heavy now. He has all this responsibility. Batman couldn't get much darker. Wonder Woman, she's Wonder Woman. The, the Flash is is this makes me think the Flash is going to be. More young, fun, experiencing his powers, loving his powers, having the you know enjoyment of all that. Theo in the chat says maybe his tech suit is to utilize the speed force, which is something I wouldn't want. I don't want this suit to be the way that he's able to. So it's not his physical body; right. it's the suit he wears that harnesses the speed force. Which I really, so that he does, he's not actually a metahuman. Which I really don't mm. want to see. I hope that's not the case. I hope it's more that just like whenever he runs at super speed, his clothes disintegrate instantly. I think that. <laughs> Would push the fans away, doggy style. A, na- a naked Flash? No, I was going off of something different. Of the Flash not getting his powers from that. If he didn't get it through some kind of science experiment or something happened right. to him, I think us as fans would be kind of like, all right, all right. And I, that's how I feel. All too. right, I don't think we've been on board, guys. But this, I don't think we're gonna see a tech suit inspired. Flash, as far as like as getting his power, like sets. an Iron Man Flash, right? No. I don't think anybody no. wants to see that. We already have Cyborg coming down the line. Like we certainly need, don't need to go there. I need our version of Particle Accelerator. I need the movie version of that. I okay. need yeah. something to happen so that he does change. Yes. yes. Well, hopefully it won't be the same kind of like MacGuffin that like is the spawn of like you know uh, umpteen heroes. Like mm-hmm. hopefully right. it will be unique. The MacGuffin, perfect. The that. MacGuffin, yeah. <clears throat> Um, some other cool things that were happening at the New York Comic Con. Um, when you have a bunch of freaks dressing in costumes. It's my favorite piece of news. You allow the opportunity for some really recognizable people to hide in plain sight. Um, this is something that's been pretty common happening at Comic Cons, yeah. uh, recently. And Jared Leto is the latest person to go around in costume taking pictures with other DC no, characters. Was he Baloo? He was dressed or, as a giant baboon the, creature. No, I don't I think... from the Lion King. There he is, right there. No. Oh, is, that, is it a Lion King thing? Maybe it, it is. It looks like the Lion King. The one... I'm, it looks like uh, the, the the play. The Lion King play. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, well, I would think Leto has connections to Broadway costume departments. I think this does. is so fantastic. This, <laughs> this picture, if you guys are on iTunes, switch over to YouTube or just look up the picture. I think it is so funny. This dude, no idea. No idea who he's standing next to. He does know. he, though? Like, just look at him, like... Who knows? Why is he... The caption was, he has no idea. He looks like, hey, look who I'm taking a picture with. No. That's his reaction. He's not, like, trying to be the Joker. You see people at Comic-Con, hey, look who I'm taking a picture with, a baboon. I think he went up to the Joker and goes, hey, can I take a picture with you, dude? Your costume's awesome. I think Leto went to him. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. So so, so then the guy's asking a costume. When someone comes up to me, if I'm wearing a costume at a con, and they're like, hey, man, the Oscar costume, can I take a picture? I don't suddenly go... He's making a Joker face. That's his Joker face? Yeah, kind of. All right. That's his Joker face? Yeah, he could have said to him, he's like, look, hey, I'm a big fan of the Joker. Uh, Why don't we take a picture together? All right. Or he could have said this. Or he could have said this. He could have said, hey, I'm Jared Leto, but no one's ever going to believe you. Let's take a picture. Kind of like Bill Man. Murray. Isn't that the Bill Murray movie? He's like, no one's ever going to believe you. Yeah, like, he goes yeah. up to people and does random stuff. Hey, he's like, no one's I'm ever going to believe Leto you. Jared Leto underneath this mask. And he's like... That that explains <laughs> reaction better. No, that's not what happened. He even wrote in the caption he doesn't even know, which is great. He has no idea, yeah. That is true. He did write that in the he caption. He has no idea. That's what it said. Roxy has no idea. 
Look, what's going on here, guys? Help me out. The only way I get her quiet is the sensuality. Wow. There is PG-13-ness for sensuality going on during DC Movie News I right now. I wish Doggy Style was PG-13. So- Whoa! Now, I'm a fa- Oh, my God. Listen, I'm trying to clean up this show. I'm trying to make this a family <laughs> show to push yeah. it through. I want us to have six million viewers by this time next year. So I need to clean up our act, okay? Oh, okay. You guys are not helping. Um, one really cool, subtle thing, not so subtle, that was done at New York Comic Con was all the Wi-Fi... Free Wi-Fi was provided by your friends at LexCorp. Love this. Making a better tomorrow today. your pertinent today. information is now stored on a hard drive somewhere. Right. So Lex got everyone. Right. So the whole thing. So, guys, the whole thing here is that Lex's thing is like, this is the most private OS system. Yeah. yeah. OS system is redundant. This is the most private OS that's ever been. So, but really, LexCorp knows everything that ever was to know about you. Brilliant marketing. It's great. That's fantastic. How much do you think this cost them? <laughs> they don't well, know. apparently, this has just been done by like Terminator Genesis did this before and X-Men was doing X-Men um, Days of uh, Future Past was doing ever. stuff like that but um, at least with this it fits it makes sense no no this makes a lot more sense and guys awesome. their website is up right now I think it's like it, it Lexcore.com with, with the Forbes article that they did it just yeah. they can and create this world that it fits in our world and it works perfectly if you do a Google search you will find the home Roxy will tell you in a second for Lexcorp's website now right now there's just a couple of pages but the big thing is they're telling you big news coming for winter in 2015. And I don't think this is like the swerve that happened about the Batman news. I think during the winter, obviously, is when we're going to start to get our big get push. You know, we're going to well, get another trailer. Out? I don't think we need anything until December, and I don't think we should. Have. No, I don't think we what, What's Warner Brothers' big film coming out this holiday season? Because it's going to be with that. Oh, God. I don't know what they've got. I know there's Bond, and there's Star Wars, but those aren't WB. I don't know what else is big coming out that... It's not Hateful Eight. No. There's no legendary um, movie. No, I, um, I don't day. know. But also, guys, this reminds me of a rumor that was going around. I don't know where it came from. But people were saying that there might be a one-minute BVS trailer that's Superman-focused happening during the premiere of Supergirl. Right. And at the same time, on that Monday night, there'll be a one-minute Batman-focused BVS trailer. Well, what do you guys think that, of that? That was like a week ago it came out, and then there's been nothing. 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 So I don't know. I just mm-hmm. I I'd heard that. Is that. Do we think that's actually happening? Uh, I think it comes out of nowhere. I, I, unless they just want to get smoke, there's fire. Unless sometimes. they want to get viewers to sm- uh, to Supergirl. I mean, it would make a lot of sense to get viewers yeah. to Supergirl. They, it I comes think out they the need it. And then if right? it was a one minute, what would it be like? Would it be any new footage? I mean, or it seems weird to reveal like a new, next new thing on like a TV show like that. It would have yeah. to be a lot of footage that we've seen combined with one piece of footage that we. That's have. exactly what I was thinking, yeah. Roxy. Like it would be mostly be made up of stuff we've seen before, but one little nugget right. of new action, and then people everybody. Going to be talking about yeah. it, yeah. But it would be really funny if they put one on during Gotham too at the same time because it. Just well, wasn't like, Gotham was the one Batman? They were going to do a Batman heavy one during Gotham, right? And then and a Superman, Superman heavy one during Supergirl because I think they're going on at the same time. They are, which is both Monday nights. About. Both Monday nights. That's at the what same happens time. when you do when you got different networks. That I personally, it's the same parent. Network. I think they're going to cannibalize each other. But I think honestly, guys, nowadays that is old school thinking. Networks are like, nope, people DVR, we know exactly. X gets DVR'd. No. So people... No. Yes. That, there's so many other time slots this could have gone. Oh, guys. He's going to talking. I can't. You got TV time, I got sensuality. Wow. Yes, wow. you do. PG-13 time. <sighs> anyway, Adam, how you doing? Lonely. Somebody asked if I would get up and give you a hug. You want a, want a hand get hug? It's okay. Want a hand hug? This is this is what I need. <laughs> this is what I deserve. Oh, hand hugs. Rachel. We'll talk about that. Rachel, she was going to leave him for me. She was. <laughs> I swear she was. What, Alfred? What's that letter? What's that letter over there, Alfred? Why are you hiding? Bruce, what if I had a letter? I just, I burned that letter. Let me see that the letter. Was, it's from Rachel, Alfred. Yeah, it would bring you pain, Master Bruce. I don't understand. I do. How would it bring me pain? It would lose the love of someone who I care for. You're being so cryptic right now. Since his tears echoed through this house. <laughs> Can't God, Alfred, you're so mysterious. I see him, I see him saying the same thing. He's talking about Vin Diesel. I was like, you were a last witch hunter. I heard hunted witches. When I heard you cry and your tears echoed through the house. <laughs> is Michael Caine in The Last Witch Hunter? Yes. Is, is every that time, why? Every time okay. his voice pops up, all I pictures of him is talking about that. <laughs> your tears echoed 
through the house. Help me. Uh, I watched The Dark Knight again this week, guys. Did you? Still awesome. Oh. The animated one? No, I watched Batman Begins and The Dark Knight again this week. I had a friend saying from out of town, we we watched them both this week. Still amazing. Were you thinking it wouldn't be? You know, just sometimes you never know. Sometimes you get around to a movie that you love and you're like, oh, this is starting to lose a little something. On the 212th time, you're like, oh, actually, no. Yeah, like, you know, I go back to the 1989 Batman sometimes and I'm like, yeah, this was unnecessary. You know what? They could have made some different choices. You know, I read a great article online. Someone was saying that they think in 20 years the... Burton films will hold up better than the Nolan films. And I agree. Interesting. Because the Nolan films are so tied to our times, right. 9-11 and whatnot. It's a very... No. And they're very stylized. The Burton yes. films are so stylized. So it just kind of, you know, yes, the quality of the film itself and no. some of the effects don't hold up as well. Yeah. But from a standpoint of a film, I think it will. I don't think so. It was just so... It's just so detailed, you know? I just love all the details. Like, I always said it before, like, they just... Everything is so... Games. Burned. In the Dark Knight, like I just feel like it's I'm, so well, I, I, We talk about I'm, I'm a Batman Begins fan over Dark Knight. Uh, they're Batman both Begins. great. They're both great. You're wrong, but they're both. No, great. Think, <laughs> all right. Um, so that's cool. We got LexCorp doing some stuff. Uh, also, the final piece of new movie news: um, Justice League Dark. It was on again. It was off again. It was mm-hmm. Guillermo. Oh, it's not. We don't know what's happening, but it it, it it seems like Justice League Dark is getting another push because it's being championed by Hollywood mega producer Scott Rudin. Mm-hmm. Scott Rudin yeah, is kind of like yeah, he gets things done. Rick Rubin, you know, in like the album world. Like when you need something to happen, <laughs> you, go to this guy. you go to Rick Rubin. Him, he just got, like produces Harvey from his couch. You got him and you got Brian Grazer. And yeah, they get him out there. Exactly. So if Scott Rudin, and, and apparently it's being fast-tracked, apparently this is going to go into production in 2016. So to get like the mystical side of the DC universe going, um, and, you know, you know, it's so we were. How do we feel about well, this? Well, we were so excited a couple of years ago when they announced the DC slate, and I think as a DC fan that was a mistake to do that. You know, Green Lantern was here, Cyborg was here because mm-hmm. think of all these changes that are happening now. That I think they've got their timeline worked of what they want to do, but like Justice League Dark, you know, they didn't announce it then, so now does it seem kind of shoehorned in? Because it's like it was always in production. I, I think I, they tried to match Marvel with that, announcing a slate ahead of time. Like, even now, Marvel's like, well, we're going to pull back on humans and we're doing this. And well, now, yeah, and, we and don't so know how much like, of that is true. I but. think mm-hmm. they're kind of, now they've got their head in the game. Batman Superman is done, almost wrapped. You know, they're almost locked on picture on that. So now they know Suicide Squad is, is trending really well. People seem to respond to that. Yeah. So now they're like, okay, now we know. Now we can make these decisions. Yeah. You know, Cyborg, there's a rumor now it's being sidetracked. And it's going to be a Teen Titans movie with Cyborg yeah. leading it. Well, I, I'd say it. I kind of see what you're saying, and it's true. But I think that by making that bold announcement, it was just kind of getting everybody's attention. Kind of taking like the pants down and throwing it out there and going, exactly. this is what we got. So now, yeah, now I think they'd be, they'd be fools. Oh, God. Mike, you can't, you told, taking your pants down, is, now it's like, it's getting borderline creepy now. I, I'll i believe it when I see it when it comes to Justice League Dark. I'm very excited oh, if it does come me. to fruition. No, I'm, I've moved on. Oh. What? Moved from on. him? From him to Justice League Dark talk. You oh. know, because like, this is DC movie news. Listen, to, to see oh. Swamp Thing done okay. in a film... Would be so exciting to me to see Swamp Thing. And oh yeah, you like Swamp Thing? We haven't talked about Swamp we Thing. We haven't in talked a while. about Swamp Thing in so long. So look, I, I think there's a lot of cool stuff to do here, and yeah, it, it can be rooted in the DC universe, but it doesn't have to take place in like this main Justice League no. story. I mean, it could be like a branch off, just like Marvel does with their Netflix and things like that. Like, not everything has to be so rooted and tied to each other. Although, you know, <clears throat> many people will remember that like Alan Moore. Wrote Wrote some great Batman and Swamp Thing crossovery right, right. kind of stuff, and like you know, Gotham was all done over in green, and like Swamp Thing basically held Gotham City hostage because they had Swamp Thing's wife, and he wasn't feeling that. And Batman was like, "Get out of my city!" And Swamp Thing's like, "I'm sorry, you can't make me. I'm Swamp Thing." And That's like, your it was Swamp great... Thing impression. Which one? I'm sorry, you can't make me. I'm, I'm swamp... sorry, you can't make me. There, there you go. It was more like this. That was how he sounded not in the U.S. <laughs> it kind of sounds like me. Doesn't that kind of sound like me when he does his swamp thing? <laughs> Ooh, that yeah, is yeah. nice for the listeners at home. Exciting for it. You doing okay? I'm doing great. All right. You know, speaking of Alan Moore, great segue, he wrote this really cool Batman story called The Killing Joke once. A little, now, uh, just a little tale. 
A little ditty. Um, <clears throat> really violent. This is the story where um, Barbara Gordon was was captured. She was shot. She was paralyzed. Commissioner Gordon was captured, stripped naked. Sodomized. Beaten, sodomized. I mean, and then this is the one where I think uh, Grant Morrison, I, I think, theorizes that Batman actually does kill the Joker that at was, the end that of those one. But it's, the, way, the way that the panels are drawn right. and the way that they, they black it out and with them, with them both laughing, it's like, did he kill him? Right. And it's this debate forever. It's a weird... It's a, And it's an Elseworld story that was actually canonized. I mean, like, yeah, part of it is really... Into it. it was red card... But retcon to play canon, you know, because of what happened to Barbara and everything. So, it is a seminal work, and despite the fact that Alan it's seminal Moore, work, it is a seminal Fantastic work. work. Yeah. I love it. Um, despite the fact that Alan Moore has disavowed any any sort of interpretation of his work, he is such an odd bird. Man. He's a freaking odd bird. God. He's really odd, but he's brilliant. He is really he's what brilliant. He's, he's, he's been incredibly prolific. Yeah, he's a genius. So I don't care. He doesn't need to like it. But the interesting thing is that. <clears throat> Uh, I don't know if it was the head of DC Animation or whoever, but basically they got the green light to make it James, R. James Tucker. Okay, thank you very James much. Tucker. So, yeah, can you he's speak their, to this a little bit? He's their uh, animation head guy. Right. He's the guy that hire goes... Oh, not what I said, the head of DC Animation. You're saying it's the head guy. Well, of animation. Gotcha. He's oh, gotcha. Their, not, like, he's the head guy of animation, not the head of animation. Right, right, right. right. That makes sense. For, he actually might be in charge of, like... Scooby-Doo and Looney Tunes and all that. Oh, he, he might, might be bigger. Be, it might be yeah. more, more. But I know he's the guy that points to like Jay Olivia and goes, "Okay, you're directing this." And right, Jay Olivia, know. who's directed Dark Knight Returns and yeah. and then Throne of Atlantis and many of these other uh, animated films. But we hear that just because he's been, they've been given the green light, doesn't mean they're necessarily going to take it. That was the weird thing. He's like, I was told I could. Will we? I don't know. It right. just it's means like, it just means the exciting thing here is I don't need it to be R. The book wasn't R. The book was PG-13. Right, but it leaves a lot... It, it implies certain things. Okay, yes. I'm going to tell yes. you guys a little lesson on how the Motion Picture Association of America works. Okay, so to get an R rating, that implies... So if Doggy Style is a PG-13 rating... Right, that implies uh, putting lipstick on your butt. Like so so if, someone putting the lipstick on your butt yeah. with their lips? yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically. On cheek? It, yeah, lipstick applied to a butt. See, on yeah, the cheek. you All can't right. push me that far. No, that's... that's no. Interesting, though, The Martian, movie that's out right now, PG-13, yeah. there's an inordinate amount of the F word in that there movie. There is. But they got around it. Is there a lot of F word yes. in that? Oh, because what, they cut away and, like, and he well, doesn't there's a big, a there's a big article, I didn't get to read it today, but where it talks about how that movie, just by cutting other things and, and you know, like... It didn't feel R to me. Or Blood, be- you can't... You know, show a lot of blood, but if the blood is because of lighting doesn't look red, it can get away and not be an R rated. I think it's, it's also like that. I, I, and, and this is I'm being serious, guys. I think when you can show blood, if it doesn't happen as a, like a violent result, as like a, an attack, like I, I can stick you with a sword, right, in a PG-13, and you usually won't see the blood. If you right. see a lot of that gore, that becomes R. But if someone's bleeding from like you know cutting themselves off a piece of shrapnel, I don't know if it has the same implication. And, and if you guys watch, because it's not. Violent right. image. If you've watched the ones that have come out, they progressively. I'm being serious, gotten, Roxy. Stop laughing at I'm me. I'm laughing because serious. in the chat, you know, our said that to be R, you had to reverse cowgirl, which that was funny. That is true. Oh. Yeah, reverse cowgirl what's, what's is definitely reverse R. cowgirl. That is That's okay. So imagine Lego Batman. What is this? Is I'm, cowgirl? I'm not sure. Okay, so imagine my phone is the horse. Uh huh. So Lego he's Batman, he's it. riding like cowgirl style. That's but a, that's girl so imagine my horse's head is here. Reverse. So as soon as he goes reverse like this, and he's riding the cowgirl, but he's like, "Here's my phone," and he's putting oh, his hand not, up in the air. You know, and he's going reverse cowgirl. I didn't. I did. Well, where do riding the, hands, the horse where do the hands go then? I'm, they I'm, go up in the air. You're doing it this kind of thing. I'm pretty upset that I acknowledge this that. This is what comment. they do when they go on the horse. So this is how you ride so the rodeo. She's up like this. Yeah. With the, yeah, it's a hand like on an imaginary belt. Yeah, oh, it's imagine, like a rodeo. It's a rodeo reference, right? Okay, guys, fair enough. Back me up. No, I, no, thank you, guys, in the chat room for pointing that out to me. Anyway, the bottom Will line they get is, upset if I, okay, I'm very All excited right. about the Killing Joke. I, I think, think it's going to be really. Cool. I don't think it needs to be R rated because I'm thinking back to the book. I mean, they never show the sodomy of Gordon. It's all done implied, especially with the pictures. Which I know you're super upset oh, about. Yes, but no, I think 
it's again, it lets them. But like, if you've seen the movies, if everyone you guys watch those, they're getting really dark. I mean, yeah. Ar- Assault on Arkham was really heads cutting off. I mean, Harley Quinn half naked half the time in that movie. Yeah, they know their audience isn't um, kids. They know but they're making. They've these got movies a niche for. market. They've cornered it. They do it better than anyone right now. I think they just need to keep going. I on like that. them. I want to like all the animated stuff from all the superhero stuff, but I can't even watch the Marvel uh, stuff. No, I, I, it's just too Marvel's childish. Marvel's movies top notch. They're animation. Those things are terrible. And DC, I've always loved DC animation, even when it was on like WB yeah, and stuff. They, they didn't know what they're doing. I, so I don't know. And, and, and you guys know, like I, I love a lot of Marvel stuff, but man, DC knows how to do animation, and, and it's just progressed so well. Um, there was also a trailer for the next um, DC universe film, Batman: Bad Blood, that's going to feature yes, um, I, Batman disappearing, Dick Grayson stepping up to the Dark Knight role, um, some dude playing Batwing, which uh, I'm admitting. So, Right now, Fox, Lucius Fox, yeah, Luke Fox, Luke Fox, Um, and they said Batwoman, the first Batwoman that you're going to say. And they were saying how I read this, watching this thing, and they were saying how the Batwing suit is kind of a first step towards Terry McGinnis's suit, which I thought was awesome. It does look like the first. And they said that because it doesn't really look like the the comic book version. They go, but they said, you know what, (laughs) we're kind of. This is a Terry McGinnis kind of first evolution, which oh, you would see eventually would get to that. So that's cool. awesome that they're tying that all together. Because in my day, the Batwing was like a plane. Yeah, but it was Michael. But Peters. now they're kind of making this Batwing looks like the newer Falcon, like a plane. Well, Batwing's the character's name. Batwing. Right. The Batwing is a plane, and that started. I think that was started with. With Kim, Tim Burton, Up in the right? it was called the Batwing. He flies the Batwing. But he calls the Batwing in that movie. So I think that started it. He's always had a Batwing now. Yes. But in so movie, now Batwing is a guy right. who kind of is like the new Falcon. Because he's Iron flying Man. around. He's, he's, well, yeah, the new Falcon is taking a little Iron Man. Little and Falcon, like, little Iron Man. Yeah. So, I mean, and he's like, you know, it's it's just there's a lot of similarities there. Um, but it looks cool. I like seeing, you know, Nightwing. It's going to be like a, a whole Bat Family right. movie. Uh, apparently. They, they, Jason O'Mara has really grown on me as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. His first couple with, like, war and stuff, I was kind of like, uh. <laughs> but now he's really grown on me. I love the guy playing Damien. What um, do you think's going to happen in Killing Joke? Because they've already announced Mark Hamill, but they, they haven't they're announced. They're going to bring Conroy. I mean, they couldn't not right. That would nah, make no sense. To. Yeah, they've got to. It's they. They've always established we're going to do two in continuity, one kind of uh, story. Like yeah, they did. You know, they'll do New Fifty Two continuity, which is kind of gone now. So they're doing their own thing. But with that one, Hamill, it's going to be Conroy. It's got to be. It's I mean, got to be. Yeah, I, I like different voices for Batman because it gives us a different interpretation. Yeah, but yeah, if you're doing Conroy in that storyline, give us. I mean, if you're doing Hamill, give us Conroy. Yeah, you know, and I, 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 I love Peter Weller. I mean, Peter Weller, RoboCop is literally probably my favorite movie of all time. Uh, but I would have liked to have seen what Conroy would have done with The Dark Knight Returns. You know, I agree. I loved his thing until he gave the Feedback. big speech about the city needs to ride us up and protect yeah. itself. It was the flattest. I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was the first thing they did in, yeah. the, in the recording room, but Andrea Romano is so great with their actors. <laughs> And he's great in the entire film, except for that one monologue. You're just going, why is he not raising his voice? That was his Braveheart moment, and it's just so flat, and it kills it kills it for me. Yeah. It kills it for me. Mark Valley, though, Superman, who I love that actor. He's on The Human Target. Yeah. And Mark Valley, his Superman was fantastic. Yeah. That's going to get a rewatch this week. I haven't watched I the so. animated did Dark ever, Knight Returns. Did you ever I buy, need to rewatch they that. Because re- I was so upset that they put it on two different discs and released it. It was terrible, but they finally did it all together on one. A oh, one disc. Yes, and it's all played as one movie, and it plays uh, so great to pop uh, okay. in for three hours. It's cool. fantastic. Yeah, I need to rewatch that. Yeah. I've been having fun with the chat for a little bit, guys. And so tell us what's going on in the chat. We're going back to um, talking about Killing Joke. East Blue Drew says if Taylor Swift is announced as Batgirl, I'm pushing for the Killing Joke hard. Is that something that... That's a joke, or is Taylor Swift after, actually? I see huh. no reason why that couldn't happen. That would make total it's a nice sense. Publicity stunt. Her yeah. role is in that big. Huh. She's got a good voice for that. It would be a good role. She probably wants to do some acting stuff. It would be a great. I mean, it was. They would certainly. Uh, what? What are you? What are you looking at? I I know people in the chat have been talking about. It. That's they fantastic. Think, they think that DC has a different meaning on this show than. Oh, somebody is. I am Ninja Panda is in fact voicing Batman in the Killing Joke. Oh. oh. Can we get copies of it? We just we just spread the word. Yeah, there you go. Like a free copy, then please. I am Ninja Panda. Um, let's see. What else we got? Oh. What else we got? We got TV time. Yep. We got something uh, TV world. We got. We have what? TV time. Is it time? 
Let's do we it. always do this. Do we have anybody in the booth ready to play this this audio it's cue? It's time for Oh my god. <laughs> hey. He asked for it this time. Roxy says TV time. Boy, the song does enough. DC movie news it's time to talk. TV time. Master. So, we have TV Time News. So, this is exciting. Um, Keeping in line with a lot of the things that DC, uh, Warner Brothers does is recasting people that have been involved in past DC projects. We've seen this a lot. I I remember it starting with Smallville. You had Terrence Stamp playing Jor-El. You had Annette O'Toole, who played Lana Lang in Superman 3, playing uh, Clark's mother. You have it Uh, in The Flash. You have it in The Flash. Um, It's all over the place. Mm -hmm. I love it. a nod to the fans. I think it's great. It's a great nod to the fans. And it keeps a continuity within the family, and it also has that sort of multiverse vibe. Yeah. Which is so DC. Um, One of the coolest castings that happened at the time, I believe the year was 1992. Go back there. I remember I had the Happy Meal. The film Batman Returns, the character, the Penguin, opening sequence, uh, a little deformed uh, baby with uh, flippers born to a rich uh, cobblepot family, played by one embattled at the time, Paul Rubens. Mm -hmm. Yes. Apparently is reprising that position. I I think it's great. No one really, like... Kind of like I expected the internet to blow up about this. Like, look at them next to each other. Could this make Gotham a prequel to the Keaton films? Whoa! People like, well, no, he was he was a mutant penguin, and I was like, yes, I know, but you can kind of massage it a little bit and get the fact that. And it works. If you watch Gotham now thinking that's a prequel to the Keaton films, it, it works. Well, Gotham does. You see that? And this is the thing. It's like I'm always talking about the tone of Gotham because like sometimes it takes itself very seriously and then sometimes it just feels hey, really silly. So yeah. it's And they've it's even jarred. said that, that the Catwoman, uh, Bianca, whatever her name is, they say she looks like a young Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Look at her. Well, she does. Listen, they're definitely casting in line with that. I don't. I, I wouldn't say great. like it's a direct prequel. I don't think it's like that. Like, oh, this, this is going to match no, up. No, But it's. It's all in the DNA of the DCEU. Yes. Doesn't he look hand-drawn in the photo? I thought you were going to say handsome, and I thought you were looking at me when you said it. Oh. That's well, how much I wow. need positive that's, affirmation. That's, that's I thought you were happened, like, but... doesn't he look handsome? And I'm like, Roxy, that's so nice. And hey, Adam, like... you look very handsome today. And it was like Carol Kane is, is the mom, right? Yeah, so yeah. he's got... He's... She's been on, though. Yes. We we met her last oh, yeah. season. Several times, yeah, and she's been on this season, too. And and they love each other oh so very much. But where has the father been? That that's not being in the same kind of relationship as the son and the mother, who are clearly BFF. Have they told us what's happening on Gotham with the father up to this point, no, or is I it going to be? I thought he was dead, so it might be a flashback back kind of situation. I hope not. I don't think so, based on this photo, but maybe. Um, I heard that you actually saw Paul Rubens in the Gotham reel that they showed at New York Comic Con, but I watched it really quickly and I didn't I catch didn't it. Him. Yeah, I didn't catch him. So, I don't know, but, I mean, it's cool. Uh, did you guys see Gotham this week? I'm I, one behind on Gotham. I think I've watched three. Yeah. Well, check out this week. I, I know everybody... I don't know. I really liked last week, so I, I have to go watch this week. You know what was cool about this week? Um... Ben Barnes, played by Michael Chiklis, comes mm-hmm. in as like the new captain yeah. after the commissioner's dead, and he basically outs all the supposed corrupt cops, fires them on their ass, they go recruiting a squad, it starts to feel like they're forming GCPD, the comic. Like they even got new uniforms that say GCPD on right, them. Right, right, right. And it looks like they're getting a team together. So he I like no the wrong. implications. Like Chicklis yeah. can do no wrong. Yeah. No, Chicklis is great. I, you don't know right now. Like he seems like such a good character, and he seems like a perfect uh, partner for Gordon. Right. Um, that it, it's it makes me think maybe it's a little too good. Like maybe this guy's going to go around, but but I don't know. I, like uh, I like the direction it's going. See, guys, yeah. I said something positive about Gotham. Yeah, like, you know, I was watching these episodes because you guys, everyone had talked. They said the first two, God, it's so good. And I was like, okay, no, people well, were saying it was so much better. Okay, so much better. Okay, yes, that's what I'm saying. So good. Not this so season. good, so okay. much better. Okay. okay, fine. Mincing words. Bye, guys. We got it. Bye, guys. Um, so I tuned in. I was like, the Joker guy was killing me. He was I know. absolutely Dr- killing me. Terrible. How terrible, terrible this was. It was really but, bad. But what I love, and they've always done this, the production on that show, it is a gorgeous show. It looks like Batman could show up at any moment. It's not yeah. like they didn't take some buildings in New York, throw some graffiti on it. I mean, they light the buildings and everything right. It just is such a well-done show, well-shot. It's just the acting, and it's like, I was talking to some actor friends of mine. It's one of those ones where 
some actors are playing it straight. Others are like Jerome or thinking it's like it's what you think to act and acting crazy is right exactly so like, that's what we're, I said we're, we're it's joking. a great it's like, impression let's say we got an audition for this show I wouldn't know what to do if I was to audition for that I'd be like how do I play this like am I over the top crazy or do I play it straight like a normal role it's so and every character is different like Peter Scolari was on he was the guy that was telling um, fired Gordon he was kind of like a councilman guy right. he's a really good actor he's on Bosom Buddies like, yeah but I watched this I was like what is he doing this like caricature so it's like I don't know if it's episode to episode people are different, but like Monica Basarin or Miranda Basarin is Miranda Bacar- yeah. as Tompkins. I love Bullock is fantastic. And what about the mayor? Who's the great character actor that's been playing oh, the mayor? He's yeah. had like yeah, yeah, yeah. he was on, on his head. Been everything because yeah. he's such a comic actor and casting that actor as the mayor. Um, uh, yeah. What is it, Richard Kind? Richard is Kind. It? Richard Kind. Yeah. So just having Richard Kind show up, you automatically are like predisposed to laugh. And then he's like wearing like a weird birdcage kind of apparatus on his head. Some Right, so he looks like what was that old cartoon character that was like so ugly the dog was so ugly that he had like a little you know what I'm talking about and he's like then he would take off the helmet and show him like you would never see his face but it would like make people throw up come on what was that cartoon dog I'm thinking of I don't. I don't. That's know. what they got the mayor looking like Roxy obviously you don't know Why you were obviously? not born like for 20 years till after that oh. aired okay well it was called like Wonder Dog and Yuck Yuck or something Wonder Muck yes Yuck Blue yuck, Falcon. Yuck. Was it the Blue Falcon's part? No, he was. That was Wonder Dog. Blue Falcon and Dynamite. You're ruining TV time for me. Okay. Uh, moving on. Flash episode two. What were you guys' thoughts? We oh. had Sam Demon. We had Jake Garrick. Well, we're in the fact that this guy um, <clears throat> Teddy Sears. I saw when he was cast. I was like, that to me was Barry Allen. When I Teddy put, Sears was that's his name. No, I I know who I know the actor's name. I'm just saying when I saw his, his headshot, I looked him up online. I was like. He looks that's like a classic what I, Barry That's Allen, what I envisioned yeah. Barry Allen. The blonde, blonde hair, classic leading man. What about when he opened his mouth, though? Hold on. Hold on. I, 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 let me digress here for a second. Mm, guys, you guys are going to have to learn to listen to each I other. Communication is the beginning I, I of any this major great, relationship. I have re- read this great article. David Rapport was on about casting and what he sees. Like When they were doing Flash, they wanted the geeky 20-something. So, And I love um, uh, Grant Gustin. I think he's a phenomenal actor, and he will grow into that role it doesn't speak to me as Barry Allen, because especially when he does some kind of the poses, Flash, he looks kind of awkward in the costume. Yeah. But that's what they wanted, and it works. So when he was cast as a Flash character, I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. That said, during the episode, he was written kind of like a modern Flash from a different Earth. I thought his Earth was going to be like an aw shucks, 50s I think that Earth. is how he was written. Yeah. No, he then he then he should have played him more off shucks. He should have been a Chris Evans Captain America like because when he's saying I got a lot more that he calls him kiddo he, a couple but of he times. Should, he calls him kid. He should have been calling yeah. him kiddo. He yeah. kind of reminded me of you when I was watching. Yeah, I was like doing it. I'm going. Really? I could nail. Yeah. I would nail this role. Yeah, you would yeah. nail that because it's the kiddo and it's not a derogatory term. But he's calling him kid. Yeah. It's like no, it should be kiddo. That's and interesting. He should be all shucks. Not I didn't get it. I did way. get that impression, and then I was like, "Well, he's only been the Flash for but two years." But then they put him in the leather jacket. I'm kind of like, uh, he should have. But the one button up was kind of cool. On that, it was a nice thing. I loved it. I thought he brought this kind of oh, yeah. an elder statesman to it. Um, the whole thing of when when when. Um, Stein is doing the Earths. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, they're doing this. That oh my god, when they did the Earth one, the Earth two breakdown. I love that. Okay, here's what I want to say about episode two. I gotta say, I was disappointed with episode one. Really? Yes, me I thought too. Episode, because episode the, the the season finale of season one well, well, was such a build. The, and then the it, dad. It was the the problem was the thing with the dad. That was the. I issue. missed you guys last week, but I'm sitting there watching this going. Barry, the way they just got rid of. I gotta go. I'm out. See, I gotta go. I was like, ten years. Yeah, yeah. I know. It was look. There were problems. But it felt like it was also biding time to just get to this episode. It was like really weird. I was like, this is what they've been advertising. Even in the way when they put out images of the new Flash, and it's like, "Eh, ignore that first episode. We're just trying to get to this episode. Yeah, it was really episode two was really really strong. I still liked episode one, but the thing with the Earth was incredible. The way they explained it to the audience, everything. Yes. they didn't dumb it down for us. Yeah. But what no. I love is, can you imagine we live in because we got Gil Bellows as the mayor, who was from the original show. Mm-hmm. Tina McGee. Imagine he's doing one of these, you know, Earth jumpings, and his dad, John Wesley Ship, is the Flash on a different world. Oh, yeah. I'm totally waiting to see and that. You put him in the suit from we the original it. one. When we know that Trickster's coming oh, back. That's coming. Too, which is going to be really. That's right. Really Trickster's cool. coming back too. I didn't My like. I didn't, I didn't take anything from that. But we have Mark Hamill will be back. Yeah, which I'm so excited about because he does an amazing and job. Can I give a shout out? I'm sorry to cut you off there. Absolutely. Patty Spivitt. The actress, oh, no. 
Well, she I loved fantastic. her from One, yeah, I loved her really from one Tree Hill. Okay, she, I didn't know who she was. When she was cast in this, I was like, that's so weird. She played like a 30-year-old on One Tree Hill 10 years wasn't, ago. Wasn't it like her character's called Lady Cop? Hey, guys, yeah. do, do you hear how everybody just like, just like the, the atmosphere changed as soon as we started talking about The Flash? Like, you could tell everybody in this room actually likes it, yeah. and we're not talking about it because we have to. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, it's just genuinely but, entertaining. It's yeah, just striking actress, the right note. She nailed did, it. She nailed it. She is so so talented and she is has incredible range and incredible on a role it's kind of like oh tough lady cop you know this and that she's because her dad this and that but it was like she nailed I was so like her that was the best thing of the episode I mean, her and, and think, Jay Garrick being introduced there's a lot of conspiracy theories about Patty Spivet right now though and that she might actually be from Earth too. Well, look, they've jumbled it all so much with Earth 1 and 2 and time travel. I don't know what's what anymore, even having characters played by the same actor. And then what's his face? You know, Wells shows up at the end. Right, which is, but that was Earth 2, I'm assuming. Was it Earth 2, though? Or was it the future? I'm assuming it was Earth 2, but you don't know and they don't tell you. It's great. Well, based on the building outside, I think it's Earth 2. Because it had that 50s vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, can I say one thing though? No, Barry was kind of a dick in that episode. Oh I didn't, yeah, but he to was Teddy, the way he's like, nope, I'm not going to help you. I'm a spoiled just like you brat. were just a dick. You asked if you could say one thing, and I said no. Well, I went and I was very went ahead and said it you, anyway. You were Jake Garrick going, hey, can I help you? I was like, no, I don't want your. I think you're both dicks, and I'm a princess. Listen, we're supposed to clean up the show. Stop using that word. Mm. Princess? You're a lady. Yeah, princess. Lady. Will Deathstorm be on their way back to Firestorm? Excuse me. Sorry. Let One me, more time. Let me let me try that again. Rewind. Will Deathstorm be our way back to Firestorm on the CWDCU? Nailed it. Thank you. Hmm. Okay, so we know that um, uh, 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 the the Ronnie character is gone. Robbie right? Amell. Yeah. Robbie Amell's character, Ronnie, mm-hmm. he got sort of burned up. So now we got the professor guy who's kind of freaking out. He's like one half of a Firestorm. We don't know what's going to happen. Martin Stein, Victor Garber. Right? Didn't on Legends of Tomorrow, they've already cast... A guy who was one of the Flashes in the comics, the the, the African American yeah, they, version they, of it. They've already cast another half of Firestorm on that right. show, but but he's not the uh, okay the the, the 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 West. He's not Wally West. No, no, he's no, not. They've yeah. also cast Wally West. Of yeah. course. Legends of Tomorrow. The way they announced it, and when they shot that, which at the time I was like, it's, it's an episode. I go, no, that was shot for the trailer. That two minute where they're fighting Vendel Savage. Yeah. That kind of screw everything up because watching Arrow last night, I completely forgot about Sarah. We'll get to that and what happened with her. So mm-hmm. now they've already they're casting all these characters, but that Legends of Tomorrow stuff has not happened yet in yes. the CW universe. Yes, mm-hmm. but it's because we know that people have already been cast. They're going to have to do a little, yeah, a little retconning because yeah. we know we're not getting Robbie and Mel back at least as a regular, at least for right. the time being. Um, Although with Caitlin and Teddy, so I think the implication Eric. here is that in the comics. Um, Deathstorm, okay, follow me here, was uh, one of the Green Lanterns, right? So um, there was a Black Lantern, right? Which is a... a, a the Death Lantern. Right, thing. yeah. Right, so Black Lantern, okay? So then that one half of that Death Lantern was part of Deathstorm that hooked up with Victor Garber, I believe, and okay. became... Deathstorm. He became like this, like evil Firestorm character. But then at some point, Deathstorm um, uh, was somehow reanimated himself as a Black Lantern on his own without the other halves, and then the other halves formed Firestorm. I have no idea what I'm saying, guys. I know I probably confused everyone. I confused myself. Right. Um, but we- the speculation here is that we're going to go through Deathstorm to get back to Firestorm as a storyline. Mm-hmm. So we might get a little, like, evil Firestorm, and then he eventually becomes good again. So why is Martin Stein sick right now, or oh, passing out? No. Or- I think because this is kind of like what happened when the Vision separated the Incredible Hulk and Bruce Banner back in the 80s, oh. and they both started to kind of like drift apart and like their atoms like started to uh, to separate. But it's been I six th- months. Yeah, well, well now he's got, showing signs. But also we've got to realize Victor Garber's not going to be on this show anymore. He's going to go with Legends of Tomorrow. Right. Yeah. So they've got to find a way to get him. Maybe he's well, got look, a, maybe he's got a trace. He's found some kind of elements that he's tracking this, down. These, he's got to, these shows are tightly wound right now. Like we saw uh, Green Hour appear on the second episode of The Flash like referring to the Green Arrow. And, and The then, Flash appeared on Arrow too. Right. Yeah. So they're just, the continuity couldn't be tighter. Like, the DCU is keeping this net tight. Mm -hmm. Smart. Yeah, I mean, the CW is keeping it really tight on there. So I think it's really cool. Um, Arrow, what did you guys think of Arrow Episode 2? I enjoyed it. 
I, I just watched it last night. Good fight choreography, right? That like, show's always got great fight choreography. Yeah, but that, James but particularly Bamford that one with Speedy at the end where she was like low and then high and then kick and then like... Oh, my. It was wild. I, like, great, great. No, the shot for me was when she ran, he shot the arrow, she jumped with her baton, caught it and swung down. Oh. That thing was phenomenal. I feel like Arrow is taking a page out of Flash's book right now and being a little more fun. Um, like we see the Felicity stuff, she's making some jokes at the beginning. Well, They're on I the mean, phone. Like they've always said, it's going to be his journey to this. And even when they start in season one, it says he's not going to be Green Arrow. He's going to journey to becoming a hero. Right. It took him four years, but I think all the else realize Flash does very well with right. That. No, I think it's a smart thing to do when something's yeah. doing well. I think it is smart. Um, right. Yeah. I, I Thea's think, all crazy now. Yeah, and she, she she is. She's crazy. Uh, but I I really enjoyed the episode. And I'm actually really liking the female characters this season as opposed to last season where I didn't like them as much. Yeah. I'm loving watching Thea, and I think that Felicity's been really really cool this season. We I gave think her they something listen, to do. Listen to what the fans were saying about yeah. her. That Thea versus Arrow is a good fight. It was a good fight. Who just said that? Somebody in the chat. I was very disappointed it, in Anarchy. Would, did Anarchy actually show up, it was or was La- it just Lonnie Machin? It's his character. I mean, he's not killed off; he's around. But they did the Anarchy scene. I'm like, I mean, this show so much wants to take from Batman, mm-hmm. and that's a character that put a mask on him and put a hood. And yeah, you know, it, I know the villains. Damian Dark is a good step <laughs> forward. And finally, okay. having a great villain. What do you guys uh, think of Damian Dark? I Neil think Neil McDonough was like he kills it. They I'm spent a lot of money him. on Neil McDonough because I think yeah. he's going to be in. I know he's going to be in Arrow. We know he's going to be in Legends of Tomorrow. They invested in a, in a in a quality guy like he. Okay, there are certain actors. I know it sounds confusing sometimes. Where we're like, oh, we like this and it's silly. We don't like that. It's campy. We've said it before. The show just needs to be consistent and make me buy it. Neil McDonough is one of those actors you can pretty much throw anything, and he right. he just finds a way to ground it. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff that these guys have to say is inherently silly because it's in this comic book world. That's what you need. But actors. Neil McDonough, just like he's one of those guys, like Liam Neeson in <laughs> Batman, you know, and all the you Batman get him, movies. You get you know Victor Garber, these guys that can spew out the science, but you believe it because they just. They just say it. Yeah, now, why I, is Laurel's dad working with Damien Dark? Yeah, that's, we don't know right now. We don't know. But okay. he, Laurel, with, Laurel, you gotta stop drinking Laurel. He's killing, <laughs> Laurel. He's killing it right now. His character is killing Oh, look who it is. Right Mr. Now. Queen, come back, Laurel. Oh, oh God. You're back now? You're but back he, to be he, Green Arrow think, now? You think you're Green Arrow? Okay. Green, green Arrow, huh? Okay, let's talk about theories for a second, though. He's annoying. He's annoying right now. He's is the, he the one who ends up in the ground? Is he the one? Is that why they're making him like that this season? No, that that was that was. It's time. I think he would be a great character to kill off because yeah, he's too. like who needs he's him? He's kind of served his purpose. And, and if he is doing a betrayal, then it seems like he was. You know, if he's not double crossing Damien Dark, he's going to go against Damien Dark. Damien Dark would kill him with like a pass of his hand. That would be a great character death. I believe that yeah. he could do it too. The pass of his. Oh, he's so he would cute. right because yeah. he's like that transmutative powers. Yeah, he's also on another show, Public Morals, on TNT right now. I'm obsessed with him. A he's lot the of, most talented. A lot of love given to the last. Lazarus Pit this week too, right? Like, because again, talking Legends of Tomorrow, I forgot. I was like, oh wow, she's dead, right? No, but now she's. I, oh, that was a great little corpseo. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, I forgot. She disgusting. Was, it was so disgusting. It was great, but it, it was great. It didn't need to show us. Yes, that. it did. Oh, yes, you did. Yes, I didn't you need did. to see that. Oh, because you're a lady. It's Felicity that dies. Hey, man, I'm with you. Right. Some people. I'm with you. I think that that's. The I mean, death bottom I line see. is, him and Laurel get back. Him and Laurel will end up together. You just can't have Ollie with like a wife looking around. Okay, you right. get. I don't need no ball and chain. But, He's a um, swinging. I completely disagree. Millionaire. That's why he marries Laurel. Because the two of them can go out together, and it, it's a match. Maybe Oliver, they're, they're equals. Uh, if Oliver and Laurel end up together, I'll jump shit. Look, we'll, we'll put the bet right now that she, they will. When that series ends, they will be together. <laughs> It'll end with their marriage. Oh, good. Well, he only cheated on her with his sister, so you know it's not that no, big of a deal. Hot. I think it's good. Oh, his sister now it's a corpse that she's going to get Lazarus pitified and she's going to become... I don't know if the Lazarus pit works like that. That's what I said. They already said they're taking her back to... I know what they're doing with it. I know that that's how she comes back, but I'm like, that's taking some liberties with What, because you can't be dead that long in the pit? Right. I mean, But Jason Todd, and I think when they talk about Jason Todd in the comics, he wasn't dead that long. This is the problem with the Lazarus pit and it's a deus ex machina. Mm. That means God and the machine. I I don't know the time for For all you kids out there, God and the machine. And she's a great character and she's one of the best female characters that show's ever had so she's gonna be what white canary white canary that's kind of cool yeah I mean she looks cool I, look we'll yeah, see how we get there I like the fact that um, uh, 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 Ray Palmer is dead at this point right is it thought to be dead yeah 
Well, he's he's not going to be because Brandon Rath is also in Legends. No, yes, I know, but I just See, again, it's, the we status quo. But on the show, we got to remember when watching Arrow and, see, and Flash right now, these characters are dead. We don't know that. It's like, oh, it's somebody just said a naughty word to Laurel, marry Sarah. Mm. What naughty words, Laurel? The naughty word I will not F repeat. Laurel. Oh. F Laurel. F Laurel. I'm telling my daughter to go F herself. That's really good. Oh, yeah. Laurel, you you drink it so much. Let's go. You drink it, Laurel. You gotta go see a meeting with me, Laurel. Is F her, like, have sex with her, or F her, like, screw her? Oh, like, no, I don't think it means, um, I think it means sexual congress. No, I think it means coitus. Depart. I don't think it means coitus, coitus at all. Coitus. Sex. Do you yeah. like it? The physical act of love. Coitus. Talk to me about the next show that could be... What's next? Moving forward. Brian K. Vaughn has long been developing a Why the Last Man movie. For the longest time, this was championed by Mr. Shia LaBoussin. Um, But that went away. And now... Talk about FX. Great network, by the way. They show great films. Yeah, I, they I, have quality programming. Yeah. I remember this was coming on. This is before Walking Dead. We were, this was option for a movie. You didn't and even let him plug the frickin' FX movie downloads. Okay. He was getting there. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I'm take it off. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, this week... FX is going to be doing an X-Men movie. I mean, X-Men TV show uh, in, um, what was it, Legion is going to be on FX? And Hellfire Club. Hellfire is going to be on Fox, Mm -hmm. which is confusing that Hellfire Club is going to be on Fox and Lucifer, a DC property, is also at Fox. (laughs) Kind of weird, right? Hellfire, Lucifer. I think they already know that Lucifer is not going to make it out of the season alive. (laughs) But Why the Last Man, Brian K. Vaughn's... Epic work. I think it was 66 issues, or 60 issues, start to finish. That's being York. developed by Kayvon for FX. What do you guys think? Well, okay. Years ago, this was going to be a movie. They tried to get going. This is before the big Marvel renaissance of films. And my buddies and I, we were all talking around. We are sitting there going, it doesn't work as a movie because it's his ongoing story. It'd be a great TV show. Right. Watching Walking Dead... Yes. You could see where it would be a fantastic TV show. This guy traveling the earth, you know, he's, he's the last guy, all yes. chicks. Oh, man. Getting so much. Getting so much So a much tail. And pee. Everywhere. What are we going to call it, though? Everywhere. The luckiest Why? man alive. The last man standing. It's going to be the oh, last man on Do you yeah, know what the Y refers to? Yorick. Right, that's his name, but right. isn't it also like the Y chromosome? Yeah, I, would I think assume. so. Yeah. Yeah. That makes boys. Oh. I think so. Is it? Is that? Or is it I don't know. The I other way around. I don't, I don't Chromosomally know. speaking, what makes boys? Why? X is girl. Two, two Y chromosomes, right? Two no. what? Huh? Yeah. We're out of our depth here, guys. <laughs> this is Look, I brought in this um, book. This is the first collection, book one of Saga. That's a naughty book. This is what Brian K. Vaughn has been it's working naughty. on. Uh, have you read this? I, I read the first like six chap- six uh, issues. Like, what do you think? It's very naughty. It's kind of like Star Wars. But is it like amazing? Everyone's it's saying got, it's Star yeah, Wars for It's adults. got a great Star Wars vibe to it. Uh, Guys, naughty! I, I got a lot of it? alien sex. And I stuff. got this at Comic Con. It still has the plastic on it. I'm so excited to dive into this. I it's, feel it's, like it's, huh. it's sexy time on a. Ooh, it's naughty. Then I'll learn about how the babies are made. You're gonna know when the babies are made <laughs> and when they come out. The tears. Alfred, I don't understand. I peed on this girl's leg. We're not having any babies. Make it make sense. I peed everywhere, Alfred. She was on top of me doing this. <laughs> I Alfred, I drank a whole six pack of V8. I need you guys to stop. I peed everywhere. Stop. Why? Uh, chromosome. Okay. okay in right. the world of comics, we're getting out of here soon, guys. Uh, in the world of comics, uh, this is exciting. There's going to be a new Wonder Woman prequel. origin series prequel. Um, I think it's going to be digital first, Probably. written by Renee DeLiz, um, who's been working on the, something called like Womanthology, which is, I guess, an anthology of all on female that picture, Is that her illustration of her? Because that's. I think that's her, and I think this is going to be like, basically, it's, the thought at this point is that this isn't going to be DCEU, meaning that it's not going to tie into the film continuity, but it will be sort of that, you know, in that it will give everybody an origin. And get people excited. Wonder Woman doesn't have like a, 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 um, you know, a seminal work, like uh, Frank Miller's Year One, or like, you know, Man of Steel that uh, John Byrne did in the 80s, kind of like rebooted Superman's origins. So she doesn't have that. So this could be that, and it's by a female creator, much like the film is going to be directed by Patty Jenkins, a female creator. Um, and this is going to premiere in January. Perfect time, nine issues. Very cool. Sorry about it. Go for it. I like it. 
Okay. Excited about it? Excited about well, it. Not the comic um, about my daughter Laurel. Also, you know who's more excited than you? Who? Mary Cotter. Mary at 103 <laughs> years old. I feel like we're like, what's his name? Willard Scott on the Today Show. Let's. Get, I know, this Smuckers, is how we're ending. With Smuckers, you know, it's so Mary be Cotter good. is celebrating her uh, 103rd birthday. Look at she her. She is obviously a wonder. Upright. And and uh, when, when asked for um, a quote, she had only this to say. I only hope I make it to see Renee DeLiz's nine-part story. Did she really say that? No, no. she didn't. Oh, she has it. no idea. She didn't know where she was. But <laughs> somebody put that outfit on her, and it looks adorable. I, I think she put it on herself. I don't think so. Maybe. I don't uh, think she I dresses think herself. So. Guys, dressed up in a costume given to her by her friends. Yeah, but she also had dress to help Someone her. dressed yeah. up? Yeah, they dressed her up like they, a doll. They, she, and she drove there, too. She was like a living doll. Mm. Bless her heart, man. Get yeah, no, she rules. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? Any other comment, comments, chats? I got nothing else. What nothing else is else there? What else is going on? I think that we're up. I think that you just want to get out of here, don't you, Roxy? No, I just know we've gone over an hour, and I have to pee. Oh my god, we've gone over an hour just BSing, guys. I'm sorry. Um, you, uh, I'm Adam Gertler. You can find me. Uh, Man vs. Child returns today with new episodes on the FYI Network. Checking out check local times. I think it's 9 p.m. Also, look for me on uh, FX Movie Download on FX, uh, and also yeah, visit there is the plug. Yes, yeah, yes, there you go. Mm-hmm. FX Movie Download on FX. Uh, lots of cool movies coming up, uh, and follow me on the social medias at Adam Gertler. And also, I just wanted to let you guys know we launched a new show at Popcorn Talk. It's Disney Movie News, which is Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, so you should definitely check that out. And if you want to keep the conversation going with me, you can find me at Roxy Stryer. Uh, I'm at Mike Kalinowski, guys. Keep the conversation going with me. I will. Yeah. I'll do that. Somebody and talk I, to you him. You can give me lessons about, uh, you know. Particularly know. if you're female. I think Mike needs a little female. And you want to show him about the reverse cowgirl? What? Whoa! Oh. <laughs> That's how you're going out. Okay. Oh. Hey, thanks a lot, everybody. Are you volunteering to show me Roxy? Because I don't Not know what this happened. is. Where's that playout music? Uh, there it is. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.